Hello, everybody. Uh, Tom Miller here. Very excited to bring you part two of our Clear and Sustained Mission video series, part of our Blueprint for Success. And during this video, we're going to specifically talk about what makes an effective mission statement. In the first video, if you remember, we spent some time talking about uh, Simon Sinek's golden circle. Right? Everything starts with why. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Right? We specifically talked about how too many organizations start from the outside in. They start with the end product to try to motivate. And, and what Sinek points out is, and also we talked about Peter Drucker, the why is your motivation, not the, not the end product, right? the why you do it, the why you wake up every single day. And that's what your mission should bring. It, it should be something from within you, okay? You know, something from within, something that gets you up every day, something that drives the organization through those hard times, something everybody can, can pull for, uh, relate to, uh, and have, it, it, it's just a piece of them, right? And your why, creates your how and that's and that's the process and 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 you've heard me say before when the why is important enough the how will come right so you don't always know how you're going to get there but you know why you're doing it okay so think of it from that perspective okay the why is going to drive everything you do and it's going to create your end result that's the golden circle so we're going to work from the inside out so in this session we're gonna specifically talk about what makes an effective mission statement. What are the components? Um, and I'll share a little bit about the process of, of writing one. And we're gonna look at some examples of, of uh, mission statements that are out there in businesses and in uh, schools. And I'm gonna give you a real short uh, process for you to, to take, take a reflection. You've got a call to action coming out of this video to reflect on your current mission statement. So let me tell you a story first. I, I still remember the day and, and what I was doing when I wrote the mission for our company, Leaders Building Leaders. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a reflector and you know, sometimes it's really hard for me to get out of my own brain. I'm just constantly thinking, uh, but I was very excited about this new endeavor that my wife and I had uh, decided to uh, take on. So this was, remember the spring of 2014. And so I just started just scribbling on a, a notepad some, some key words, you know, helping, assisting, leading, you know, leadership. Uh, you know, I'm just, I, I just, but nothing was really resonating with me. So when I need to get out of my own head, I start doing chores. I don't know about you, but if you see me cleaning my garage, it means that I'm overwhelmed about something. Uh, so this particular day, I was like, well, let me go cut the grass. So I started to cut the grass and I was listening to uh, a John Maxwell talk where he kept talking about being the difference maker, right? And making a difference in the community and making a difference in other people. And that's when I started to just think about you. I started to think about you, the public charter school leader, uh, the organizational leader, you know, one of the key members, uh, whether you're the founder, uh, you know, the founding principal or a board member, or, you know, maybe you, you know, took the organization over. That, that leader out there who works their tails off to make a difference not only in their life, but the lives of others, right? So making a difference with people who want to make a difference. The lives of others in the community, right? We don't, we don't get into education <laughs> for, for the money. 
we get in it because we want to create a better society, a better community. Uh, if, you know, I always say, if you could just change the life of one, of one person through your career, like that, you know, you hold on to that. So, so I envisioned you. So I was out there cutting the grass, visioning you, think of you, listen to, to, uh, to uh, John Maxwell. I said, well, what do, what do these people need? Oh, they need someone to be the difference maker in their life because you're out there giving so much to so many people who who's helping you, right? Who's, who's assisting you? Who's there for you when you need it, right? And, you know, typically charter school principals, they, you know, they're on islands. They don't necessarily have a lot of people that they could go to, but, but someone who could help them bring the unconscious conscious, you know, someone who, who could, they could rely on in a pinch, someone to be the difference maker in their success and their organization's success. So I, I turned off the lawnmower and I ran back in the house, back to my notepad, and I just wrote the word difference maker on that notepad. And I, and I went back to cutting the grass. And I, so over the next you know, couple of hours, I just started talking out loud and thinking out loud, just cutting through any fluff words and just really getting to it. What, Tom, what's, what's going to get you out of bed every day? And that's what got me to pull together my mission to be the difference maker in the leadership development of individuals and, and organizations. Simple. Now, I wouldn't recommend this exact process if you're writing or revising your own current mission, but it does, it does require great collaboration and, and a think time with key members of your organization and, and your stakeholders. And, and so when the purpose and thought, uh, um, when, you know, when the purpose and thought processes uh, behind your decisions are communicated to your employees, or when you, when, when, when you could clearly communicate how you make decisions and how you process, it makes, it makes it easier for them to be a part of, of your organization, right? That's, that's the law of buy-in. You know, before you can touch the hand, right, and ask for the hand, you have to reach for the heart. So, so the why, the why, your mission, reaches for the heart, Right? It should be the reason why everybody is there working in your organization. Um, it, makes, it makes it easier for them to feel like the organization's a part of them. Which in turn, more likely they're going to give their all to you when they have, when they have stake. So you, you should always be working towards something. And, and if that's something... That, that, that force that makes you glow, that's, that's what your mission statement should be. And it, and it should be concise and to the point, but broad enough to empower those in your organization to look at it and ask, am I contributing to our mission? Am I taking us closer to where we aim to be? And the mission should really have an emotional attachment, something, something to rally around, a guiding light for everyone within the organization. The mission should resonate with everyone, whether they just joined it or they've been there since the beginning. And if they can't understand the mission nor visualize it, I don't know how they're ever going to truly help you get there. So I want you to take a look at these, these set of questions that I um, you know, found in uh, research that I want you to start thinking about your own mission. Okay, Let's take a look at these questions. Is it short? You know, I mean, your mission shouldn't really be more than 20 words. I mean, even 20 words is a lot. 
Um, but, 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 you know, you'll find the ones that we're going to look at are, you know, somewhere and then some are a little bit more wordier. Okay. Remember your mission should be why you exist, right? Not necessarily what you're going to do. And we'll talk a little bit about more of that here in a second. Does everyone know it? That's question number two. Does everyone know it? Can you train people around it? Does it define you? Will it take you in the right direction? Does it inspire passion? Does it say how you want to be remembered? And have you revisited it in the last three years? So if, if, so if you, if, if there's any answers to this question are no, then I think you need to think about redrafting. Okay, and only you can uh, define what short is, but I'm, I'm saying to stay within that 20 word mark. But if any, but if any of these questions are a no for your organization, you know, you want to, you, you want to think about refining. It's important that you answer yes, because when you're asked if your company will ever be stopped, right? <laughs> you want to answer no, <laughs> right? So that's why I want, yes, I want yes to everybody understand they, they, they know it, they can train around it. It defines us. It's taking us in the right direction. Because if the answer is no, and you just leave it no, then eventually your organization will just, again, wander around in destination disease, which, which we talked about during the last video. So here are some examples that you might recognize. So I'm going to show you the mission and give you a little bit of think time to think you can, and if you can pinpoint who that, who that mission is. So here's the first one. These are, these are global corporations, okay? So not, not schools. These are global corporation examples. Here's the first one. Organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Their mission is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Who do you think it is? That's right. It's Google. It's Google, right? Everybody Googles everything. Anytime you have a question, it's got the world's information and it's very accessible. You can, you can Google anywhere. You can ask Alexa to Google you, you know, uh, you know, something you can ask your phone. I mean, it is so accessible with everything that you do. I just turned on my Alexa by saying that. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's uh, look at the second one. Bringing the best personal computing experience to consumers around the world. Bringing the best personal computing experience to consumers around the world. Do you know what company it is? If you guessed Apple, you're right on it. Right? The prime example of Simon Sinek's golden circle. Here's try this next one out. Give the people the power to share and make the world more open and connected. Give the people the power to share and make the world more connected. I guarantee you've been on this in the last six hours. Facebook. That's right. Everybody's on it. If you're not on it, God bless you. You're part of the anomaly. There's so many people on Facebook. But it is. I mean, you can connect with people all over the world in a matter of seconds. Remember, I mean, years ago when you took a picture, you had to wait three days to get photos developed and even see if it was a good shot or not, right? You weren't even sure. Now you can take 100 you know, selfies, pick the best one, and send it to a million people across the globe in a matter of seconds. That's making the world a more open and connected place for sure. All right, let's look at our next one. To give ordinary folk 
ordinary folk the chance to buy the same things as rich people. To give ordinary folk the same chance to buy the same things as rich people. What's your guess? If you guess Walmart, you're right on it. Hey, Walmart, Sam Walton, the founder, to give ordinary folk the chance to buy the same things as rich people. Our next example, to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. The one cup should give you the hint there. That's Starbucks. And if you've spent any time in a Starbucks, I mean, it, it really does kind of generate, you know, it gets you feeling good. Everybody feels a little bit more productive because I can, I can work while I'm drinking this very, very expensive coffee in this nice environment. I'm away from home, right? Or I'm out of the office, whatever it is. It's always a positive place. And there's a Starbucks everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere, one neighborhood at a time. All right, let's, 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 let's look at our last couple here. <clears throat> to revolutionize the way people watch movies. To revolutionize the way people watch movies. Again, this is, uh, this is you know, the branding of these companies, too. You just look at their logo. Netflix is the answer here. You know, you can just look at the N, and everybody knows what it is. Everybody sees the F in Facebook, and they know what it is. Everybody sees the Apple, and they know it's Apple. I mean, their 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 you know mission and their branding is so dead on. Everybody just they just see clearly understand. How about this one? To be the Earth's most customer centric company, where customers can find and discover anything they might want to buy online. Come on, that's Amazon, right? That's an easy one. You you can find anything on Amazon. You know, you need some batteries, they're coming. You need food. I saw yesterday that now you can order your clothes online. You try them on and you only pay for the ones that you keep. You just send the other ones back. It's amazing. It's amazing. How about this one? Extra bonus if you get this one. To be the difference maker in the leadership development of individuals and organizations. I've already said it once today. And yes, leaders building leaders. That's us. That is our, that is our mission. So I want you to think about your own, you know, current mission and, and, you know, and even Amazon at one time, they only sold books, right? But it still helped Amazon guide to where they wanted to go. So, you know, if you're writing a charter application to open a school or, or just, you know, writing the mission, you know, you're not just writing the mission for the founding team. You're writing this, this mission for the next decades, right? The next generations of of uh, stakeholders so 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 this it doesn't just it can't just resonate with you it has to resonate with with uh, community members and like and like-minded people and too many times we just create a mission to throw it out there and it's just words on paper and it's not it's not how we live it's not how we do remember it has to be it's the it's the why your organization exists it's, it's why every employee should be working there. It's why every employee works way extra hours. It's why you work extra hours to make it the best organization possible. So, so let's take some time and let's, let's, let's look at these questions again. So looking at the, the seven or eight corporate examples, were they short? Yeah. Does everyone know it? Pretty darn close, right? I mean, you could pretty much guess everyone of, 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 of who they were by, uh, by reading the mission. Can you train around it? Yeah. 
right? Um, revolutionizing movies, right? One, uh, uh, you know, kindred human spirit to, um, you know, create a place where, where, you know, anybody can buy the same stuff that rich people do. I can train around those things. I can make sure I have those products, okay? Google and Amazon and Facebook. I mean, they, they're all right on it. Does it define you? Yes, in all of those examples, it defines them, even our company. Leadership development, the name of our company is Leaders Building Leaders. There's leaders building other leaders. That is our goal, that is why we wake up, that is what we do. Does it inspire passion? I, if you can't feel my passion, I mean, I love what we do. I, I work a lot, but I wouldn't say I've worked a day since I started this company. It's, it, it, it fills my heart to be able to serve. Does it say how you want to be remembered? Yes, I would really hope that, you know, whenever I leave this big blue rock and hopefully it doesn't happen for a really, really long time, I would love for someone to say, you know, he really helped me out. Whatever it might have been. Okay, it could have been anything. So, so keep these questions in mind when you're thinking through your own mission. So let's, let, let's, let's take a look at a couple of school missions uh, that I pulled out. Um, and you may know these, uh, these schools. Most of them are in North Carolina and, and they're charter schools. So the first one, Sugar Creek Charter School. It's a K-12 public charter school in North Carolina, in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Their mission is to eradicate generational poverty by, by providing a college and career preparatory education from kindergarten to 12th grade. If you have spent any time in Sugar Creek Charter School or met Cheryl Turner or any of her, her team members, this school is getting it done. They just, this uh, past year, raised their report card grade to a B. They're exceeding growth every year. Um, uh, SACS accredited, their high school just you know, moved into a new building. I mean, they are doing it. They are the difference maker in, 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 in thousands of lives and uh, families' lives in, in, in the Charlotte area. Everything they do is only wrapped around eradicating generational poverty by ensuring every kid goes to college. College and career preparatory education, that's what they're doing. They are, they, are, they are game changers. Sugar Creek Charter School. Short, memorable. Does that inspire you? Yeah, I'm in. How can I help? How can I be a part of that? Okay. Let's, 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 let's look at our next example. Now, Thomas Jefferson Classical Academy. Now, this one's a little long, but if you've been to Thomas Jefferson and you know what they do, they're one of the top high schools uh, you know, schools in, in, uh, in North Carolina and actually nationally, they're always ranked. And, and they're very, very focused on classical education, vocabulary, uh, a college prep school. So here you go. They partners with families to educate students in grades K to 12 in the trivium of grammar, logic, and rhetoric, thus graduating thoughtful, articulate young adults who are prepared for college and for a lifetime of citizenship an active intellectual inquiry. Maybe a little long, but if you spend any time with Joe Mimoni and the leadership team at Thomas Jefferson, uh, it, you, you know, if you toured, I mean, most of these schools are part of our principal consortium. If you toured the school, they gave a keynote address during our principal consortium. <laughs> that, was, that was outstanding. They focus specifically on, on the foundational critical thinking skills about what this country was based upon to ensure that every, every student 
is college and career ready? Focus on being an outstanding citizen. That's what they do. They rebuilt uh, Rutherfordton. You know, when their school came about, uh, the, the, the town has, has really gone through some, some hard times and, and lost a lot of, um, you know, a lot of folks when, when certain um, industries closed in that area. They were almost larger than the school system at some point, you know, with, with well over a thousand students. The school system is revived because of what Thomas Jefferson Classical Academy did for the community. Now, now the school system is competing with them. And so they, they've had to retool and rebrand. It's an exciting time, but people go there specifically because of their, of their, their classical education, the core knowledge curriculum, you know, uh, vocabulary, communication, leadership. It's what they do every single day. That's TJ. How about this one, Explorer School? Now this is where my uh, uh, children go. And Explorers will be a catalyst for solving present and future problems across the street and around the world. Who wouldn't want to be a part of this organization? If you've spent any time at Explorers, you've learned what it's like to be Explorer-y. <laughs> there's always inquiry. There's always experiential learning going on. They're always taking on some uh, social justice uh, challenge in the area. And my daughter, every day that she comes home, is teaching me whether how how straws are are are, are killing the environment, right? Um, or or you know what you know you know what what we need to create you know peace in certain countries. And, I mean, it it's what it does. It's what Explorers does. Anybody who works there has to understand. We do things very very differently here. You're changing the way people look at education. Okay. About to move into. The, um, to a, a building, be a part of a partnership with the city to build a building that's going to create more energy than it actually uses. <laughs> it's a green school, it's a green environment. That's what they do. Explorers, check it out. Charlotte Lab School, it's in its uh, third or fourth year in the Charlotte area and I just love this mission. The mission of the lab school is to rethink schooling for the 21st century, period. To rethink schooling. They, need, they, they are there to disrupt what people think about traditional schooling. They are very um, lab-based, trying things out, inquiry, experiential learning, project-based, challenging their students, challenging their students. They, they, all, have, they all have specific uh, uh, projects that fill their heart that they're all working on anchor projects. It's a great school, and they're going to continue to grow and build with their leader, Mary Moss. But I just love this mission. The mission of the lab school is to rethink schooling for the 21st century. If I'm, a, I mean, if I'm an outside-the-box thinker, and I, I, I might not be in education, how do I partner with this group? Like, I want to rethink schooling, right? I don't think everybody should learn the way I did 30 years ago. Raleigh Charter High. Now, if you know anything about Raleigh Charter High, not only is it one of the best high schools in North Carolina, across the country, this school is killing it. And so Raleigh Charter High challenges college-bound students in a creative and supportive atmosphere to become knowledgeable, thoughtful, contributing citizens. Short, I think it's 19 words. Tom, Tom Humble, the original principal, Dr. Humble, he specifically talked me through this mission many times about how it came about. And when we walk the halls, that's all you feel. You don't see anything that's, 
glitzy and glamorous at Raleigh Charter High. They specifically spend very little money on operations and equipment because all their money goes into the professional capital of, of the adults. And they have college professors and, and, and all sorts of, of, of educators on their faculty team to ensure that each student has, has the most, most information that they could ever imagine being prepared for uh, college. The waitlist of the school is incredible. Um, the, 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 the accomplishments of the students is, is just overwhelming. And I, and I remember um, having a chance to tour uh, about three or four years ago, and uh, there, there, there was a student panel, and there was an African-American student who was part of this panel. And actually, had, you know, it, was, it was during Obama's first, first term, I think. So all I kept uh, thinking about was, uh, was, uh, was uh, President Obama. Uh, you know, you know when this when this young man was uh, speaking to us, and he told us about when he was in middle school, he got straight A's and he got fours in his EOGs, and he really didn't do anything. He didn't try very hard. He just he's just very naturally, you know, smart and gifted when it came. But when he came to Raleigh Charter High, it wasn't the adults that pushed him. It was his colleagues in the classroom saying, "No, we don't. We don't. We don't have." half anything, right? We do everything to the fullest potential. He's like, he said, if it wasn't for my colleagues, for my peers, this wave of goodness driving me to be the best me I could be, he said, I, I you know, I'd have just been just, you know, another student, right? If I went to a, a uh, you know, whatever the local high school options that he would have. Always would have been successful, but his peers were driving. I mean, how many schools do you know that the peers drive the culture of the school? Well, actually, peers always drive the culture of the school. But how many of them drive the culture of the school to be the best you you can be and call kids out for not putting in their best effort, for not being that in that creative and supportive atmosphere? Not many. It's very, very few. Very few. Here's a couple of examples I found, and they kind of, in a way, combine their mission and their, and their vision, right? Because there's a little bit of a visual context here. So this Eagle Brook boarding school I thought was really interesting uh, because when I read it, I was all in. So Eagle Brook school's role is to help each boy come into its confident possession of his innate talents, improve the skills needed for success in secondary school, and establish values that will allow him to act with thoughtfulness and humanity. Just the fact that it's a boarding school already has me intrigued, you know, because I have toured some of the boarding schools that we have in, in North Carolina that are charter schools, and, and it's unbelievable what these, what these young men and women uh, have, have had to deal with in a very, very short life. But I, I just love the passion they have in their mission. Each boy come into confident possession of his innate talents, improve the skills needed for success in secondary school, and establish values that will allow him to act with thoughtfulness and humanity. Wouldn't the world be an incredible place if we all took the time to act with thoughtfulness and humanity? I'm really intrigued about the school. I would love to go see it because I, I want to ensure that their, their walk-walk matches their talk-talk because I want to be a part of it. There's one more great one I found that in a way combines their mission and their vision. So this new Horizon School uh, the uh, mission is to provide a school for homeless children. Boom. It's exactly what it is, why they exist. Now, our objective is to help the children escape the 
bonds of poverty and hopelessness by providing education, life skills, values, and a caring environment that will empower them to successfully move into the mainstream of society. Tell me that you wouldn't want to work here. Help children escape the bonds of poverty and hopelessness by providing education, life skills, values, and caring environment that will empower them to successfully move into the mainstream of society. If this school doesn't exist, where will these kids go? How will they be able to function in society? Right? It's why they exist. It's why the people do what they do. I guarantee there's nobody making a million dollars at this place. But they're rich in their heart. And they're rich at what they're giving back. So that was, that was a few of the, of the examples that I saw. And each of these missions you know, describes what the organization wants to do. There, there really is no how. Okay? There's, there's only the why. The, these missions have been with the organization from the beginning, and, and, and they've only required maybe minor modifications over the years. So where, where the what, right, the what comes and goes, the product, it, it always comes and goes, and society moves forward. But the fundamental, the fundamental passion of the organization should rarely change. Everyone should have the same standards and empowerment today and in, in the future based upon the mission of your organization. What do we need to become? Why do I work here? Why does this organization exist? What do we believe in? Who, who am I helping? In this case of the New Horizons School, who am I helping? Are you kidding me? You are giving kids a chance where no one else did. Right? Escape the bonds of poverty and hopelessness by providing education, life skills, and values. Right? Who am I helping? It's very clear here. Why do I want to do this? And, and what meaningful impact do I want to make? All these questions should help you think through your mission and vision statements so you can clearly communicate them and sustain them over time. This is, this is the motivation it brings the best out of people. It drives those, you know, it stimulates, it drives people. And, and, and really has, has been why teachers should be coming to your school to work there, not just for a job. Who wants a bunch of employees? I don't want employees, I want, I want teammates. I want people that are, that, are, that are just, you know, they're all in. Give me people that are all in. I don't care what their certifications are. I want people that are all in and wanna see what, what I see. I want, to, I want them to be part of the vision. I want them to be part of the process in, in taking us there. So my call to action to you is to go through your mission and vision statements. Okay, hopefully you have, uh, you know, vision to you really need it, right? Without, without vision, the people will perish, right? So, so we need that what. We didn't really talk a lot about vision, and, and we will. So the mission's the why, and, and the vision's more your what, right? What will people see five years from now? Or, you know, you're just always constantly looking forward. But is it short? Does everyone know it? Can you train around it? Does it define you? Will it take you in the right direction? Does it inspire passion? 
And does it say how you want to be remembered? That's my call to action for you over the next two weeks before the next video is to take time with your team and just, just go, go, go through these seven questions and just start asking people, hey, do you know our mission? What does it make you think about? Looking forward to that. Hopefully this added value to you. I believe in you. I believe in your dream. Take the time to go through this process and really, really start to think about why does your organization exist? Because I've already asked you, if your organization didn't exist, would anybody know this is, is the foundation of how to start getting there? Have a great day. Be safe. I look forward to seeing you on the next video.